border security, gov. We're working a lot with uh, neighboring countries. A lot to do. There's a lot. I think one of the fundamental things we got to do, in addition to some of the changes we'll make, we don't get into today, but is that if we figure out why they're leaving in the first place. Yeah. Well, at this point, we should be wondering why they're coming here. Since, you know, more and more, I think people are going to be fleeing here. Another article today about an American couple that fled the United States for Ecuador in search of the American dream. True story, true story. Democrats attacked the Lincoln Memorial with their red paint, which they love to do. They should be shot with rifles from the roof. Lincoln Memorial steps vandalized with free Gaza graffiti, comma, red paint. Fox Channel 5 has the story. The Washington Post doesn't. The National Park Service is working to clean the steps of the Lincoln Memorial after vandals splattered red paint on the ground and scrawled the world the words what words do you think they scrawled free gaza free gaza in several places on wednesday morning you know gaza was free they were free to elect their own leaders which they did and they elected a terrorist organization and then the terrorist organization they elected decided not to have any more elections because it's the old totalitarian thing one man, one vote, one time. And uh, they were free to stockpile missiles and rockets and AK-47s. They were free to dig a network of tunnels that rivals the New York City subway system, literally in the number of miles. They were free. They were free to plot genocide. The extermination of the the nation next door, the only Jewish nation in the world because they're genocidal anti-Semites. They were free enough to butcher and massacre and rape and dismember and disfigure and kidnap. They were free. And there was a two-state solution. They had the Gaza. 141, 142 square miles, more than 25 miles of beachfront property. They were free to turn it into a paradise, but they turned it into a beep hole instead because their culture is a beep hole culture, a murderous, blood-drenched, ghoulish, troglodyte culture from hell. And the Democrat Party is in bed with them now. United States Park Police discovered the red paint and graffiti in the area of the Lincoln Memorial Circle and the reflecting pool. National Park Service conservation officials began the process of removing the paint almost immediately after it was discovered. Yeah, you got to, you know, get out. We got like a dispatch team, like an ambulance, because the left loves to drench everything in red paint. The Democrat Party loves to desecrate everything with red paint because many of them are mentally ill. I, I, I told you the scientific study recently that found that if a child is raised by self-described liberals, they're much more likely to suffer from mental illness. That's true. That is an actual study. The steps on the west of the reflecting pool are closed to visitors while the cleanup takes place. Anyone with information about the incident 
free Gaza. Here it is, the pictures, the red paint, the Democrat Party, the Lincoln Memorial. It's all the Democrat Party, 100% the Democrat Party. Red paint found on Lincoln Memorial crews working to clear national. That's the ABC local. Oh, red paint was found. No leftists, genocidal anti-Semite Democrats, Biden supporters, attacked and vandalized the Lincoln Memorial with red paint with their free Gaza. I'll free Gaza. I got your free Gaza. How much more free can they be? Oh, by the way, Netflix, which pays the Obama family, what what do they give them, $60 million for not doing anything in particular, showing up at a couple of parties perhaps? They've got a new TV show on Netflix. It's called Co-Chameleon Lane. Co-Chameleon Lane. Is that what it is? Co-Chameleon Lane. It's not even chameleon. Co-Chameleon Lane. What the hell is that? That's the name of the show. It's a show for toddlers. It's designed for toddlers. It's a new Netflix show. It features a boy wearing a dress, dancing for his two gay fathers who are interracial because the Democrat Party. You know how they are. That's your Democrat Party. What is it? Cocomelon Lane. You think it's Coco Melon, but it's all capital C, little O, capital C, little O, little M, little E, little... That doesn't make any sense because Co-Melon is... Uh, you got to have a capital M in there if it's going to be Coco Melon. Coco Melon Lane. Well, illiteracy is a part of their program as well. Extraordinary. Your Democrat Party attacking the Lincoln Memorial, attacking democracy, attacking family, attacking normal. That's why we sell Remember Normal coffee mugs and Remember Normal T-shirts. At the Chris Plant store. Wonderful gifts. You think you get them in time for Christmas? I know I was talking to Randy yesterday, who runs the Chris Plant store, and he was mailing out packages yesterday. He told me he was mailing out packages yesterday from the Chris Plant store. Extraordinary. Extraordinary stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, and the uh, free Gaza. Love that. Reminds me of the town hall piece from day before yesterday. Young Americans seem quite supportive of murdering Jewish people. And it turns out, what is it, more than half of 18 to 24-year-olds are in favor of wiping Israel off the map because they were raised and propagandized and indoctrinated by the left. Maybe they went to Harvard, where they have that uh, smirking anti-Semite there. Just amazing stuff, isn't it? Harvard-Harris poll finds an astounding number of young people think Hamas should take over Israel. Hence the, from the river to the sea chant, extraordinary, 60% of 18 to 24-year-olds in the United States of America, not in the Gaza, believe that the attacks, the butchery of October 7th, can be justified by Palestinian grievances. I've got a grievance against the left. <laughs> Should I come and dismember your family? Probably not. 79% of 18 to 24-year-olds support the ideology of white people 
as oppressors. All white people are as oppressors. 67% of 18 to 24-year-olds support the ideology believing Jews are oppressors. Jews are the oppressors, you see. That's your Democrat Party. Now, uh, Joe Biden, we just opened with Joe Biden talking about the border. And he was lying and he's an idiot and, and all that stuff. And his voters attacked the Lincoln Memorial with their red paint, as they so often do. Statues of Christopher Columbus on Columbus Day because oppressor versus oppressed. See? But let's go to the border. A record 12,600 migrants. Record one day. We had 12,000 break the record a couple few weeks ago. Now that record has been broken. 12,600 migrants encountered at border in 24 hours as backlog for immigration hearings breaks 3 million people. Breaks 3 million people. Amazing. Also, White House spending $60 million a week to house minors, that is to say children, that uh, were crossing our border in 2021, $60 million a week, and the numbers are much larger now. In fact, I went and I got this, this story from a while back. $600 million the Biden administration awarded in a no-bid contract to friends of the Biden administration to house migrant children. The administration awarded $177 million in a no-bid contract. This is last year also. To house migrant children in North Carolina. And if you travel to the very bottom of this story, where you very often find the news, you'll find that the Washington Examiner, which has been reporting on this and the Washington Post has not, found that the Biden administration put out $600 million. In April of 2021, the Washington Examiner reported that two other backdoor deals, no-bid deals, the Biden administration made with organizations to house migrants totaling more than $600 million. All right, now this is in 2021, April of 2021. They only took office in January of 2021. And in April of 2021, $600 million no-bid contracts to friends of the Biden administration, donors to the Biden administration and the Democrats, $600 million in government contracts to house migrants, illegal aliens, illegally, unlawfully breaking into our country because Democrats. Extraordinary. Now, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, signed into law legislation after going through the legal process, the state houses, no, no executive fiat like Joe Biden, making it um, illegal to break into the United States by Texas law. So Texas law enforcement can now arrest people for breaking the law. And the Biden administration is furious and pounding the table. This is federal law. Yeah, it, is it against the law? Well, yes, it's against the law. That Texas can't enforce federal law? They're breaking into Texas to break into the United States. And the Democrats are furious about this. And idiots like Let's Go Brandon Johnson in Chicago attacking Governor Greg Abbott for daring to enforce the law because the Democrat Party is a lawless party. 
and they're aspiring to a lawless country where homicides and carjackings and home invasions and rapes and assaults and gang activity and fentanyl deaths will rise and rise and rise. Chicago Mayor Let's Go Brandon Johnson yesterday, he's furious. A governor, an elected official in the state of Texas uh-huh. that is placing families on buses without shoes, cold, wet, tired, hungry, afraid, traumatized, and then they come to the city of Chicago. The governor of Texas needs to take a look in the mirror of the chaos that he is causing for this country. He's causing it. This is not just a Chicago dynamic. You're right. He is attacking our country. Well, no, he's enforcing the law. The Biden administration and the Democrats like you, you dimwit, are attacking the country. But the truth doesn't really have anything to do with it. You know, there was a a city council meeting uh, a week ago, maybe a little more in Chicago, where the public was invited to speak for a moment, and an intelligent woman was afforded the microphone for a brief moment. Uh, I should note, because Democrats only see race, an African-American woman. I'm a native to Chicago. I was born and raised here. I'm not for the sanctuary city. And the reason why I'm not for the sanctuary city is because people have waited years to come in here legally, not just transported on these buses, dropped off in our neighborhoods, Rays of crime almost got hit several times just making it down here today. And this is ludicrous. There should not be two sets of laws. Well, the Democrats believe that there should be one set of laws for the Biden family and Democrat officials, another set of laws for the Trump family and Republican officials, one set of laws for their sons who are going around shooting people all over the country and carjacking people all over the country, And another set of laws for people that didn't vote for Joe Biden. Just saying. You may recall, I played it yesterday, Texas Democrat member of the House, Jasmine Crockett, who is accusing because Governor Greg Abbott wants to enforce the law in Texas, and the Democrats want to make sure that we don't enforce the law. When you look at somebody like Greg Abbott, my governor, and his solution, his solution is to basically say, Hey, we're going to kill people that are trying to come in. Like, that's not a solution. Like- we're going to, that's what he said. We're going to try to kill people. We're going to kill people that are trying to come in. Now, she's a psychopath, obviously, um, a mental deficient, and a Democrat member of the House of Representatives. He's going to kill people. Then she sent a check to Planned Parenthood. These people are unwell. Our, govern- our government is being run by. A great many people that are unwell, starting with Joe Biden. We've got some Joe Biden today, too. And mailbag. We have the mailbag today. So much to do, so little time. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. We are five days away 
from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. Oh, the commies have a plan for us, and it's being executed. The Democrats. Uh, let's take a phone call. i got to get to the mailbag coming up, too, uh, and more on the border. Let's go to Steve calling from Colorado Springs. Stephen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. You mentioned this uh, housing the migrants and the uh, people that will build the buildings or get the contracts. They're uh, coincidentally friends with the Bidens. Mm. Yeah, Democrat Party allies. And, yeah, donors. And they get yeah, $600 million yeah, no-bid contracts. Yeah. That has – that's an old – old Obama uh, trick. I'm sure maybe he's, I'm not saying he's the one that invented it, (laughs) but when he got his start in Chicago, there was a guy named Tony Resco who is actually, I believe it sounds like an Italian name, but he was actually, Jerome Corsi wrote a book about it. And uh, he would get these uh, low cost housing contracts. And um, he's been, he's, uh, he was eventually sent to jail, but uh, he would get these contracts. He funded. He was a big donor to Obama, and uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't finish these projects, and they'd still you know somehow land on their feet or dissolve the the company and declare uh, bankruptcy. But they made millions, and they funneled the lots of it back to right back to Obama. It was like a cycle. Yeah, it's old-fashioned uh, Chicago-style and Eastern European-style corruption. Uh, there is more political corruption in the United States today than I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I grew up in Chicago in a Democrat family that worked for the Daily Machine in Chicago and news media family. And you're right, Tony Resco got 10 years in prison, the uh, Obama ally for the corruption in Chicago. And the news media just uh, washed it off of Obama because it's good to be a Democrat, right? And they they clean these things up for you if you're a Democrat. And again, $600 million to house illegal aliens, and then they open up the borders. I mean, again, that was, that was before the flood of illegal aliens came in. They were planning for the flood of illegal aliens. You know that because they gave their friends $600 million in contracts to house the illegal aliens that had not yet started coming. Under Trump, the border was secure and gas was $2 a gallon. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Led Zeppelin. You know, the Democrats have made genocidal anti-Semitism fashionable. They have cultural dominance, as you're aware. Womp, womp, womp. And they uh, attack the Lincoln Memorial and they chant from the river to the sea and the president of Harvard smirks when asked about committing genocide against the Jews. And now here's a new one. The BBC is reporting it, but the Washington Post isn't. 
Boy who planned synagogue attack ordered to write book report. I'm sorry, what? Got to write a book report? It's pretty crazy stuff, isn't it? December 19th of 2023, the British Broadcasting Corporation, a 13-year-old boy who admitted to planning an attack on a synagogue was sentenced to probation and a book report. The boy was arrested in September after he created a plan to carry out a shooting at Temple Israel in Canton, Ohio. He was told to write a book report about Karl Lutz, a Swiss diplomat who saved thousands of Jews from the Nazis. The teenager was also sentenced to one-year probation. He had a gun, and he was going to carry out a massacre at a synagogue, and he's got to write a book report. Now, where is it that Nazi Germany is emerging in our midst? Got to write a book report. That's the Today News. And uh, CNN is not reporting it because they're not a news organization. Quite extraordinary. Yes, sir. No, there will be no write-in on the ballots in Colorado. And, you know, the, interestingly, they've announced also that the ballots are going to be in German. That's kind of weird, don't you think? Kind of weird. Pretty strange. Pretty strange. Uh, and uh, let's go back to the border for a moment. I, I, I want to get to the uh, mailbag, to the mailbag. But let's go back to the border. Cringe. Let's go to number 23. Cringe. Cringe on Pierre. She, uh, I think she's one of those people that lives alone in Washington, D.C., am I right? Because she used to live with CNN White House reporter Suzanne Malveaux, not to be confused with her sister Suzette Malveaux. That's true. And uh, they were lesbian lovers and living together. And then they broke up. So I'm guessing that Cringe now lives alone and is one of the, the people in the loneliest city in America, Washington, D.C., where the greatest number of people live alone and with very good reason. But Cringe was asked about this yesterday uh, by a Fox News reporter, naturally, because who else would ask anything of any relevance at the White House briefing? The law is incredibly extreme, and it does not make, it does not make... Hang on just a sec. She's talking about Greg Abbott in Texas and forcing the law that the Biden administration and the federal government will not enforce. The law is incredibly extreme, and it does not make, it does not make communities in Texas safer. It just does not. It dehumanizes, uh, which is what Republicans tend to do, certain Republicans tend to do, is dehumanize immigrants and, de- and, and also uh, demonize them. She says as she dehumanizes and uh, demonizes Republicans, because whatever they accuse you of doing is what they're doing while they're doing it. You see, that's the, uh, that's your Democrat Party. And what she's referring to there is Greg Abbott enforcing the law. If you enforce the law, it dehumanizes and demonizes people like the Republicans always do. The Democrat Party is the party of the bullwhip and lynching and Jim Crow and the KKK. And they're tearing down the reconciliation statue, the memorial, the monument in Arlington National Cemetery. They got another judge to come back and speed up the destruction of the reconciliation because... You know, the first civil war is in the rearview mirror. The Democrats have an eye toward the future. We'll take Trump off the ballot. We'll put him in prison. We'll put Steve Bannon in prison. We'll put Peter Navarro in prison. We'll put the January 6th protesters in prison, even if they're in Baltimore or in California at the time. 
we will not put any of the radical left-wing insurrectionist protesters, the violent mobs rioting all over the country, normalizing mob political violence, which they did. And none of them went to prison. In Washington, D.C., the attack on the White House went on for days, torched the Church of the Presidents, forced the evacuation of the President and the First Family to the nuclear bunker beneath the White House for the safety of the President and the First Family. No charges. No trials. No jail sentences. Let's go to Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller worked for the uh, Trump administration. And um, amazing stuff talking about the uh, the border, and he was on Fox News this morning, and he's talking about how only Fox News is down there with a drone covering the, the millions and millions of people pouring into our country while they object to enforcing the law in Texas. How dare you enforce the law? The Democrat Party is lawless. They're anti-American. They're un-American. They are here to damage the country. It's the fundamental transformation of America, and Obama also told us all to learn Spanish. Here is Stephen Miller. The underreaction from Washington has left millions of Americans looking to the footage that you see on Fox to understand what is happening on our southern border. And you use the right word. We are being conquered. This is a complete resettlement of America in real time. It took hundreds of years, going back long even before our founding, going back all the way to the earliest days of the colonies in America, to slowly build everything that we have. And now when you have millions of people coming in from different cultures and different ways of living and different belief systems, they're going to take those belief systems with them to America. So a generation from now, I am telling you, Jesse, people will not know the country that they are living in. These consequences are permanent. Unless there is massive, large-scale deportations by the millions, it will be irrevocable. President Trump is promising those deportations, and the Democrats are screaming, he's going to put millions in camps. You're putting millions in camps right now. You may not call them camps, although some of them are called camps and tent cities. This is about Reconquista. Are you familiar with the concept of Reconquista? My best girl on our sea cruise earlier this year, we're in the south of Spain, and we went to Seville and, and other places in the south of Spain. Reconquista was the Christian effort which took centuries to drive the Moors, the North African Muslims, out of Spain after the Muslims conquered by the sword and brutalized and subjugated the people of Spain. And the Reconquista, Spanish word, uh, for the, the pushback of the Christians against the Muslims, the Moors, uh, and driving them out of, out of uh, Spain. Now, in the United States, the radical left refers to the takeover of the United States by sp- Spanish-speaking peoples from Latin American countries. They refer to that as Reconquista, right? And that is what we're witnessing, right now, and it's Barack Obama, and it's Joe Biden, and it's the Democrat Party, and a very filthy corrupt news media, the most corrupt news media in Western civilization, I hope, uh, and that's the American news media. Uh, Stephen Miller talking about what the Democrats are doing to our country. The more that people find out what's happening, the more they are crying out, pleading, begging 
begging for deportation, which of course is what Donald Trump has promised that he would do if he gets back in 2025. But I think today, there's another significance to today. You talked about it with your previous guest. December 19th will be remembered in history because two things happened today. At the same time, we found out that it was the worst day in American history for illegal immigration, the worst day in history. And we also found out the radical left judges said Donald Trump can't be on the ballot in Colorado. That is uh, that is true. That is a big day. And and we did shatter the Biden administration, shattered the record for the number of illegal aliens violating our laws and coming into the country illegally with 12,600 illegals encountered at the border in 24 hours, the southern border. And there are three million people lined up for court dates that will take five, six, seven years to get through the court dates. And Obama told us the fundamental transformation of America was his goal. He told us we all need to learn to speak Spanish. And now we know all about it. And and uh, and Miller is also right about this date, December 19th. We should, you know, if we had the kind of cultural sway that the left has, we could turn it into January 6th. President Trump taken off the ballot by four Democrat appointees in Colorado. And there are all kinds of memes going around the internet because the left is here to destroy America, Western civilization. And that's why they're in bed with the jihadis, because they love death more than we love life. Now the idiots are calling for another pause, another ceasefire in the Gaza while they're spray painting free Gaza on the white stone of the Lincoln Memorial and while their 13-year-old would-be mass murderer at a synagogue is given a book report. A book report. Wow. Stephen Miller. You see a two-front attack on democracy. They are saying to American citizens, you can't vote, you don't have a voice, you can't be heard. And they're also saying, we're bringing in new people that we think will agree with us and support us and their families will vote for us and they are going to be the new base of power in this country. This is in real time. What we are witnessing is the engineered political transformation of this country. And Joe Biden is the ultimate insurrectionist since he is the one who has engineered and implemented this entire scheme of resettlement. The fundamental transformation of America. You all better learn to speak Spanish. The Democrat Party has been scheming for some time to pull this off. The left. Well, the Democrat Party was taken over by the left, and uh, Barack Obama, mentored by a communist, made a CIA director... uh, uh, the, the communist voting John Penitentiary face Brennan, who then corrupted our 2020 election with that cabal of 51, who are the real insurrectionists, the real conspirators. And they did corrupt our election successfully. Irony. We paid the CIA to affect the outcome of elections in other countries so that the communists and totalitarians didn't take over there, but they apparently took over here. Now it's mailbag time. Mailbag time. Mailbag time. I don't want to get right to it. Our mailbag questions today. Sir Squashalot. Sir Squashalot asks, Ron DeSantis' campaign is struggling. Do you think he's destroyed his chances as a future presidential bid by not waiting until 2028? 
destroyed his chances at a future presidential bid by not waiting until 2028. I would say no. I don't think he has destroyed his chances. But I think that he needs to hone his political skills, which I was surprised to learn were not as uh, highly refined as I had thought they were or expected them to be. He needs to hone his political skills. I I was surprised. Uh, He's been a great governor in Florida, a great governor, and I think that he has talents, uh, and he's been vilified and demonized by, I've been talking about the demonization of Ron DeSantis by the Washington Post and the New York Times, which has been ongoing for years now, because they knew that he was presidential timber, so they wanted to start destroying him as early as as possible. Um, but no, I don't think he's out of the game, but I think he needs to regroup, if one man can regroup. But his organization needs to regroup. Ultra Companion asks, Ultra Companion asks, so yeah, I wonder if he's talking about uh, Ultra Right Beer, Ultra Right Beer. Ultra Companion asks, why can't Republicans purge Rhonda McDonald. I like that, Rhonda McDonald. <laughs> Why can't Republicans purge Rhonda McDonald? The, uh, like, like Ronald McDonald, but Rhonda McDonald, referring to Ronna Romney McDaniel, who is the chair of the Republican National Committee and is terrible. Why can't they purge her? The sad and tragic answer to that question, Ultra Companion, is that the Republicans are bad at politics. The Democrats are good at politics, but terrible at economics and government and, and sovereignty and uh, being on our side because they're not on our side. The Republicans are terrible at politics, and uh, Rhonda McDonald, Rana, a.k.a. Rana Romney McDaniel, RNC chair, uh, she's terrible at politics. Why can't they purge her? I think nobody wants these jobs. I think everybody's running from politics, and, and good people aren't in politics, and and uh, we're the Republican Party in the United States of America and our political system are in terrible straits at this moment in time. And one of the problems is Rhonda McDonald, no doubt about it. Why can't they? Well, in theory, they can. But who wants it? And that has honestly become a big problem. Weatherby, Weatherby asks, if Donald Trump dropped out of the race and let Haley and DeSantis take the ball, would Republicans have a better shot at gaining swing voters? I think they would. I think they would, uh, says Weatherby. Uh, swing voters. Well, you know, uh, Donald Trump's pick for vice president, assuming he survives until Election Day, will be a big determining factor. Swing voters, I, and I got to tell you, the Democrats are self-destructing. The country is self-destructing. I think Donald Trump should dial it down from 11 to 9 uh, sometimes, but I think Donald Trump, you know, he's beating Biden at all the polls, um, and I think he can win with his uh, running mate and uh, so on. Now, better shot, swing voters. Swing voters are going to do whatever swing voters do. They might end up in that hearing room at the Hart Senate office building, being swing voters and everything. Mike asks, one of your funniest expressions is lickety split, as Chaz Bono likes to say. It's hilarious, but what does it mean? I think it speaks for itself, but I may be wrong. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. It does speak for itself. Chastity Bono was, um, uh, is the, well, was the, uh, the child of Sonny and Cher. You know, I got you, babe, and all that stuff. Was born Chastity's son, S-U-N, 
Bono and born a girl and then decided that she was a boy. And in fact, this is kind of crazy. I didn't even know this. And goes by Chaz, lickety split. So you're a girl, but now you're a boy, lickety split. And then uh, changed her name to Chaz to sound like a boy. And actually didn't know this, changed the middle name from Sun, S-U-N, to Salvatore. So born a rich white girl, grew up to be a rich Italian man. Only in America. Isn't it wonderful? But no, you're not wrong. Salvatore the Italian man. Eric Warga asks, if Donald John Trump is the nominee, what do you think, who do you think will be his running mate? Would you serve as press secretary in a new administration? Um, well, I mean, it just came up a moment ago, who will be his running mate? I have no idea, but it's going to be an important choice and an interesting choice. And would I serve as a press secretary in a new administration? I already have two jobs. I, I, I don't know if I can do three. I'm not sure that would be a good job, uh, White House press secretary. Chris, a lot of people, you know, the Democrats, they serve as press secretary for a year. Then they go off and make $80 million uh, working for the Democrat Party. That's another thing the Republican Party is bad at, is rewarding good people. The Democrats, you know, press secretary Joe Lockhart, who I worked with when I was at CNN because he worked at CNN, became uh, Clinton press secretary, and he got so rich that Barack Obama bought his $8 million estate off of Embassy Row in the shadow of the main mosque, Washington. You know, Barack Obama, most beautiful sound he ever heard was the call to prayer. But I serve as press secretary. I'd have to, look, if I were asked, I'd have to think about it. Okay, I've thought about it. <laughs> You know, on Ron DeSantis, um, I'm reminded, and my friend Brian reminds me, Ronald Reagan ran for the Republican nomination in 1976 against Gerald Ford and lost to Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford then lost to Jimmy Carter. Ronald Reagan came back in 1980, won the nomination, won the presidency twice, landslide, greatest president in 100,000 years. So you never know. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.